0: Is it better than Smooth by Santana? Is it better than the 1999 hit? Is it better than the multiple Grammy Award-winning Smooth by Santana?
1: Featuring Rob Thomas. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Is it Better than Smooth by Santana? The world's first and only musical comedy game show where there are no winners, no losers, just Smooth by Santana. Nick, you're
2: back. I'm back.
1: Nick, remember when you were the first guest on the show?
2: I do. I do remember that.
1: And then remember when you came on another 15 times?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. You keep trying to kick me out, but I, I just keep showing back. You keep
1: banging on my door and begging me
2: to be please. on the show. I'm probably the only person who emails man, an, <laughs> on at Outlook.com begging to please let me on the show.
1: Guys, you can't let Nick be proven right. You got to start sending emails as well. <laughs> Somebody else, can.
2: please. Yes.
1: But I can Nick, it's a special day today. It is. Because when this, when this episode release, it's a pretty important holiday. Is it? It's a President's Day? No, it's not President's Day. It's actually probably the fourth most important holiday. Oh. Mm-hmm. Number four.
3: Okay.
1: Flag day. Flag Day is number three. Oh man, I was close. <laughs>
2: uh, you'll, you'll just have to tell me.
1: All right. Well, number one we got Easter. Number two we got Christmas. Number three we got Flag Day, and hey. number four is National Hospital
2: Day. Oh, I, I don't know. if I would have gotten that.
1: You got. You don't celebrate.
2: I celebrate privately. So, like, don't <laughs> invite me to any parties. Sure. 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 Yeah. 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 You have your own setup. <laughs> I understand. Yes, yes.
1: Yes. So hospitals. Yeah. They're important. They're... They are. <laughs> we kind of need them. We probably need a few of them around here. At least, yeah. I've been the one in my day.
2: Really? hmm
1: Okay. I feel like I'm at a hospital about once a year for something major, and I don't know how that works out, but... That's kind of frequent. <laughs> it's, it's kind of frequent. You're right. And it's 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 kind of wild. But we're here. We're living. Okay. I'm still around. Still making you're podcasts. not currently
2: in the hospital, so that's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, unless I'm in a very strangely designed <laughs> hospital room that it looks cozy. like my bedroom. Probably okay. the biggest hospital bed in the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. So what's cool about National Hospital Day is they got doctors in there. And you want to be one of those.
2: Oh, I see the connection. You get that? Oh, you wow. Get that?
1: That's nice. You get I that? do want to be a doctor. See, I thought I had to do more explaining. There's about five levels of irony to this decision <laughs> that I wasn't expecting you to make so, so soon. I play 4D chess in this world and everyone oh, yeah, else plays but- checkers. I'm on to you, Alex. No, I can't get anything past you, Nick. Not this time. Did you know, because I just found this out, there's a lot of songs about Dr. Things. Yeah. Like, over eight, according to my... (laughs) So you had a
2: a plethora to choose from.
1: (laughs) And I chose the worst ones.
2: (laughs) Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) So we got
1: eight songs today that are all about the, the world of medicine, medical things, um, you know, anything that goes with that. Now, let me let me make one thing clear. When I talk about doctors, I ain't talking about those fakers with Ph.D.s. That's a
2: hot They're, take. Oh, man, it's a hot we're one.
1: Talking, we're talking about the doctors that will help me have a tummy ache. Right. Oh. I don't think your doctorate in math is going to make me feel any better. Who are you you're about trying to get to some pay. hate
2: mail in, man? It's a hot one at Outlook.com. Hey, and
1: my mom is one of those. All right, and I can call her out because I know she doesn't listen to my podcast.
2: <laughs> so you're safe.
1: So actually, oh, yeah. I don't know. My mom listens to a r- random ones every once in a while. Okay, so, so I
2: might, I might, I might be in danger with this. <laughs> if this is the last episode, we'll know why. <laughs>
1: This is I mean I'm 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 in danger at the moment. But we're gonna talk about medical things, we're gonna talk about procedures, and we're gonna talk about things that I can't do because I don't have insurance. So with that, <laughs> we're going on
2: <laughs> we're gonna just get things started. Are you ready? Yes, I am.
1: <laughs> well, in 2020, scientists have discovered that smooth by Santana is the exact middle point of all music. With all of my guests, we'll listen to every song that has ever been made and decide whether or not the songs are better or worse than Latin alternative rock classic. Eventually, by the end of the show's run, we'll listen to every single song and place them into two categories. Here are the rules: I'll go through eight different songs from eight different genres by eight different artists. After listening to each one of the songs, it's up to the guests. Decide whether or not the song is better or worse than Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. If the song is better, the guest will say, man, it's a hot one. If the song is worse, the guest will say, forget about it. One of these options must be chosen by the guest, but the guest is able to elaborate, if they please, by choosing a soft or hard option. For example, they say that's a hard, hot one, or soft, forget about it, depending on the song's status. Uh, hard, hot one if it's much better, soft, forget about if it's slightly worse. The song will also be played for you at home, so feel free to play along and email me your opinions as to whether or not the songs are better than Smooth by Santana at man, it's a hot one at outlook.com. All right, you're ready for song number one. I am. Well, song number one's a hit. You know, we begin it in each episode with a hit. Some of the people know, some of the people recognize. And this hit is a 2002 folk song, and I chose it because it's usually the first step in the process of going to a hospital, and it is Hurt by Johnny Cash.
3: I hurt myself today to see if I still feel I will let you down I will make you hurt. All
1: right, that was song number one. That was Hurt by Johnny Cash, a 2002 folk song. The song comes from Cash's 67th, you heard that correct, 67th and final studio album titled American Four. The Man Comes Around. The song is a cover of the Nine Inch Nails song released in 1995. Cash's cover was a massive success, winning a Grammy, CMA, and an MTV Music Award. And is considered by many to be one of the greatest cover songs of all time. Trent Reznor, the writer of the song and lead singer of Nine Inch Nails, has said in an interview that the song does not belong to him anymore due to the success and quality of cash is covered so nick is it better than smooth by santana
2: i think i agree with the rest of the world and say that man it's a hot one, man, a hot one. Mm, it is a hot one let's hear it it is a hot one i i kind of went a little back and forth at the beginning Interesting. Um, on it uh one just because it's such like It's a very sad song, (laughs) you know? Some songs uh, tend to do that, you know? Some songs are sad. And so that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, But the more I listen to it, especially the chorus, Made me for sure this is a hot one. Um just kind of throughout the entire chorus, it just keeps getting louder and louder, <laughs> which I is kind of cool. I don't know too many songs that do that. Um, I like that a lot. And then the chord progression in the chorus was very interesting and I liked it a lot too. And Johnny Cash's voice is very iconic. It's not like he does anything crazy with it, but it's just like you're like, oh, it's Johnny Cash's voice, so it sounds cool, you know. Um so I think it's pretty cool that this song even though it's relatively simple it became such a big hit um especially as a cover um of like another you know band's song that was i guess well enough known for johnny cash to be like i want to cover that, you know so yeah that's a hot one
1: interesting so johnny cash you know he's one of the legends when it comes to you know the old school country are you a fan of all that do you find yourself listening to that type of music not too much.
2: I've tried to listen to a few things by Johnny Cash. I like a few of them. Like um, whatever one was like in the, one of the Call of Duty games at one point. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I uh that I walked the line. I don't I don't No, it, it was like Call of Duty. God's gonna cut you down or something like that. But it was like a stomp kind of like there was some stomping. Oh it's uh, guitar. yeah, guitar. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that song that was pretty good. Um he's got Ring of Fire, which is alright. I know he's got some other good ones. So I don't know too much by him, but I know he's a big deal.
1: So as I said, the lead singer of Nine Inch Nails and the songwriter for the original song, Hurt, um, has said that the song no longer belongs to him. Do you think it's possible that an artist can cover a song so well that it is no longer associated with the original artist?
2: Yes. I it is possible. True. I think so because I feel like there are other cases where you're like, yeah, that artist totally wrote that song. Come to find out, this other artist wrote it. And you're like, what? And it's not even just one of those like, I professionally songwrite for another pe- person. It's like I'm a famous person who writes my own songs, and then you just don't know that even wrote that song because someone else who covered it like did a really good job. So I think it's possible. You know, I think you got to do a really good job in order to get that across. But I think I think he did it here. Mm. So we're gonna start things off with a hot one. That's a hot one, Alex. It is. And you might I have to go to I... the burn unit. Oh, ooh, ooh. that was a, that or, was a hospital. That was a, Sorry.
1: Or maybe give me a thermometer because yeah, I have a fever.
2: Oh, cause oh, because it's not a hot as good. One.
1: Yeah. It's not as good as yours, but it, it's the same, <laughs> same idea. It's the same idea. And the
2: thought that counts. <laughs> <It's> <laughs>
1: I was about to say that but then you said it first and I'm like dang I gotta follow <laughs> this was up better than this mine. was better than mine <laughs> <laughs> but at least I have the confidence to still stick with my guns. you still went, for it. <laughs> still went for it you can't take that away yeah. so we're going on to song number two song number two comes from the year 1966 it is a classic rock song and it is Dr. Robert by the Beatles Was song number two? That was "Doctor Robert" by the Beatles, a 1966 classic rock song. The track was written by John Lennon and appears on the group's seventh studio album, *Revolver*, which is a pretty pretty fire album, if you ask me. The song tells the story of Doctor Robert, a fictional physician who prescribes amphetamine to his patients under the guise of a medical practice. The inspiration for the character is still up for debate, with some believing that it was a dentist acquaintance of George Harrison. And some people even saying it was based on Bob Dylan. Yes, that Bob Dylan. So, Mister Bellingham, is it
2: better than Smooth by Santana? Ooh. I think I'm going to give it the softest of hot ones.
1: And it's hot one. Softest of hot ones. Let's hear it. Softest.
2: It was. It was going to be a, a forget about it. It really was. Um, and then. They did that part where they say, well, well, well. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I think um, a doctor would say, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he makes you well. And, um. What? Yeah. 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 So it, it was like, uh, cause the beginning of the song and like the first verse, whatever, I was like, eh. <laughs> it you know, it's, it wasn't that interesting. They said Dr. Robert a lot and, <laughs> uh, some stuff about being a doctor and, you know, and then they got to the well 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 part and there was this cool little guitar riff that kind of like went into it and that was nice and then there was some like nice harmonies some little um, counterpoint stuff going on and um, yeah and I was like oh that was nice and then they went back to the first Dr. Robert ding, 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 ding you know kind of thing and I was like alright whatever and then they went back to the well 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 and I was like okay you know what for that you deserve the softness and pop and so there she stands. Do you
1: feel like mm-hmm. your opinion may be a little affected by just the notoriety of the Beatles? Just like the yes. name itself? Yes, I do. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, think,
2: I think it probably carries a little weight. You know, I don't want to be biased, but mm-hmm. I think it's hard not to be. Um, but I will, I will go out there and say that it is minimal bias. It, it only carries a tiny bit of weight
1: and what do you think it's like to be the dentist friend of George Harrison and be like is this
2: song about me it'd probably be pretty cool you'd be like so, the Beatles just wrote a song about me you know so <laughs> I don't even care what it's about <laughs> so,
1: that is fair that is fair you you're now have a place in music history just by being an acquaintance of <laughs> Mr. George Harrison so we got a hot one for song we two. do
2: so far so good
1: we got two for two, two going for into two. song number three and song number three is a 2011 hip-hop track it is i need a doctor by eminem dr dre and skylar gray um. That was a 2011 hip-hop track, I Need a Doctor, by Eminem, Dr. Dre, and Skylar Gray. The song was released as a standalone single and was produced by Alex Kid, who also produced Diddy's Coming Home and Imagine Dragons Radioactive. The song reached number four on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, making it Dre's second-highest charting song of all time. The trio would go on to perform the song at the 2011 Grammy Awards and was nominated for two awards that night. So, Nick, is it better than "Smooth" by Santana?
2: Alex, I am conflicted. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. Well, what? let's hear. Let's hear the pros. Let's hear the got. Maybe I'll just, I'll just talk it out and see what happens. Talk it out. So, let's see. Pros. Um, whenever the chorus comes in after Eminem's finished rapping for the first time, I guess the first verse, whatever, it sounds it sounds good. When she sings it the first time without like any of the I don't even totally remember, but it doesn't have the harmonies in it, and I don't think there was any music. Maybe there was a little bit, I don't totally remember. But it didn't it didn't sound that great in my opinion. Um but you know, every other time after that the chorus sounded pretty good. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Um I liked Eminem's second verse. His first verse I was like, eh whatever his second verse he gets like really emotional and I think he's singing about Dr. Dre or rapping about Dr. Dre, whatever. And it was uh it was pretty good. I was like, okay, all right. I, I feel the, I feel the emotion, you know? And, uh, and then Dr. Dre came in, I think at the end and I was like, Oh, I wasn't expecting it because I've been rapped two verses. And so I was like, Oh, maybe Dr. Dre's not actually in the song. He was surprised if you listen to <laughs> the whole thing. Um, so I don't know if they're going to hear Dr. Dre when, uh, on the episode, because it'll just be the little beginning part. But anyways, that was it was cool because I wasn't expecting. Um, so those were the pros. The cons, I already kind of mentioned one of them. The beginning chorus at the first part, I was like, eh, it was all right. The first verse from Eminem, I don't know what it was, but I was just kind of, it was, I think there was this little like, beeping noise and i think they were trying to make it sound like you know like the machines that are uh you know next to a patient in the hospital and stuff like that that constantly beep but it was like whatever tone they chose did not mesh well with eminem's voice in the first verse so it was just kind of like i'd say like annoying but a little annoying and then kind of like I don't know, it just did not sound good with his voice. But then for whatever reason, it didn't, it didn't bother me as much in the second verse. So I'm not sure exactly what that was. Um, and then, like, even though it was cool that Dr. Drake came in in the last part, I wasn't, like, the biggest fan of his part. So I, don't I feel like it's really mid... But I know that smooth is the middle point of all music. So I think maybe it's slightly under good. And I'm going to give it a very soft forget about it. So
1: do you feel like one of the reasons it's a forget about it um, is because Dr. Dre is falsifying his um, experience as a medical doctor?
2: It's very possible, um, especially kind of based on what you talked about at the beginning of the episode. Um, You know, I don't really know where he got his degree, um, Mm -hmm. you know, where uh, where he is uh, licensed to practice. But um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's actually legitimate. So I kind of, you know. I'm just I'm suspicious. I'm not saying outright that he's not an actual doctor, but I don't I'm not really buying it either. You know, like so. Well,
1: yeah. Like what's a guy got to do around here to see those MCAT
2: scores? You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, show show me the scores, bro. But yeah, the scores, I Dre. Seen them. Yeah. Dre has a lot to prove to me. He does. He does, and like, I, get it, right? I mean, like, he's famous. He's got, he's got some success, but you know, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't bring my child to him to say, "Hey, my child's sick, make mm. him better."
1: I had to get my appendix taken out one point in my life, really? and when I did, you know, I went to a luckily a real doctor, so I'm, I'm here now to make this podcast. Wow. However, could you imagine if I went to Dr. Dre instead?
2: Accidentally, he wouldn't know what to do. Well, and that's wouldn't that be the craziest thing, though, is if he's actually a medical doctor. If he actually
1: is, then I'm I should be sued for slandering. We both should. Absolutely. We're both guilty. So (laughs) so I would say I'm about 92 percent positive he's not a real medical doctor. About 92. 92. That's pretty that's -hmm. pretty significant. That's pretty significant, right? That's still an A minus.
2: That is. (laughs) You're right.
1: (laughs) So, you know, that's just a number I would put out there. We got to forget about it. Yes. Well, moving on to song number four, we're getting to the halfway point of the episode. And song number four is a 1985 comedy track. And it is Like a Surgeon by Weird Al Yankovic.
0: Finally made it to med school Somehow I made
1: That was song number four. That was a 1985 comedy track, Like a Surgeon by Weird Al Yankovic. The song is a parody of the Madonna hit, Like a Virgin, which released the year prior. The song was the opening track and second single for Weird Al's third studio album titled Dare to be Stupid, which reached number 50 on the Billboard Top 200 chart. The song itself reached number 47 on the Billboard Hot 100, his fifth song to make the chart. According to Weird Al, Madonna originally came up with the idea for a song, which was pitched to Al through mutual friends. So, Nick, is it better than Spoon by Santana? It's a hot one. Oh, okay.
2: And it's a hot
1: one. Uh <laughs> Let's hear it. You
3: sounded disappointed, but. No, uh,
2: no, I'm, no, I'm not disappointed. I'm, I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. so because, you know, yes nick i mean just based on the fact you know you you told me the genre it's it's a comedy song right and Mm -hmm. i think it did what it was intended to do and maybe i just think it's funny because i'm trying to become a doctor but i felt like this song was actually fairly accurate um (laughs) in a lot of respects um There's one part in the song, this is not accurate, but I just thought it was funny, where he says, I'm going to pull your insides out and see what you ate. Um, You probably wouldn't really do that, you know, just on the way, you know, the tube works. But um, it kind of got morbid also at the end. (laughs) He's like, all of my patients die before they can pay, which is Uh kind of rough. (laughs) But but anyways, so I feel like it did what it was intended to do. It was intended to make fun of the medical field and it did that.
1: You know? So you could say there's an art to ranking uh, parody songs, because yes. um, you know, it's it's like a twofer because not only is it kind of building off of something that was already created, it's trying to do so in a different manner. Whenever you were, you know, thinking about how you would rate the song, did you look at it just for weird Al's contribution? Um, to this song, or were you taking in the whole package, like the instrumental, the content, everything that kind of goes in with a parody song?
2: I have to be honest, I was only considering his contribution. Would you like I, me to re-rank the song?
1: No. Because there's no right or wrong way, right? It's science. And what you say goes. There is a right or wrong way if it's science. Well, you yeah. And you <laughs> it's the way you want to do it, I guess. I guess, <laughs> I guess that's how it's <laughs> I wish all science was that easy.
2: I know. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> it would have made those science for projects at elementary school a lot easier.
1: My GPA would probably be exponentially higher <laughs> than it was in high school. Sure. Are you
2: a fan of Mr.
1: Alfred? Alfred Yankovic?
2: I am. Um, I guess. Well, I say that I was more of a fan when I was a child. And I was, I was like, <laughs> that's yeah. funny. You know, um, on my iPod. Um, I had a lot of weird owl songs on my iPod, um, my iPod shuffle. Uh, but I haven't really listened to him very much in recent years. Well, know? that may
1: need a change if
2: he has all <laughs> these hot ones. That's well, I didn't say a thing about all these hot ones, I just ranked mm-hmm. one song, Alex.
1: Mm, I guess I jumped the gun there. You jumped it,
2: I you jumped it. Retract that statement, retract it, reeled back in. This is a hospital episode, Alex, not a fishing episode.
1: (laughs) I mixed up my themes. Uh, Uh, So we got a hot one for song number four. Well, for song number five, it's from 2001. It is a pop punk track. And it's something that you might need to go to the hospital for. It is Heart Attack by Sum 41. Point song number one that was a 2001 pop punk track heart attack by some 41 some 41 is a pop punk band from ontario canada the song comes from the group's debut album titled all killer no filler the album reached number 13 on the billboard top 200 chart the band announced yesterday of this recording some sad news they announced that they will be disbanding after the release of their next album and following their tour with Simple plan and the offspring so uh yeah Kind of crazy how that works So Nick, is it better than Smooth by Santana?
2: It's a lot of difficult choices A lot of difficult decisions to make On this episode, which I I assume Was intended, because Medicine has a lot of difficult decisions That you have to make, I don't know how many layers You, uh, you know, were Intending to uh, Make on this episode But it's working, because I'm having a Difficult time deciding
1: well if it makes you feel better, Wait, it was song. probably difficult for some forty-one to decide they to gonna <laughs> stand.
2: So <laughs> just remember. Okay. Well then I will stop complaining. Um, <laughs> this song is a very soft forget about it. Mm, very soft, forget about it. Let's hear it. And I I will explain. Oh, so okay there are several parts of the song that I do like. I agree with the lead singer. The reality of waking up is hard to do. Um, And so, you know, I just feel like that's something that, you know, people can relate to. It is hard to wake up in the mornings whenever your alarm goes off. And a lot of people hit the (laughs) snooze button. Um, (laughs) So that had it going for it. But, um, and then there were some cool, like things uh, like, the you know, the little intro on the guitar, that was kind of cool. I liked it, you know, um, we'll come back to the chorus in a second. Um, <laughs> but the, after the first chorus, they have this, you know, little riff thing. Um, that was cool. And they kind of messed with the timing a little bit. That was kind of neat. Um, and then after, I think maybe the second chorus, they had a different kind of, you know, instrumental thing and that was kind of cool too. So I feel like all of those things, you know, and the song had going for it. The reason why it ended up getting I forget about it is because of the chorus. I was not a big fan of the chorus. Sorry, mm. I, I, I wasn't totally sure. I could, like, make out a few of the words for the chorus. Um, but I think just, you know, with how loud the guitar was and he was kind of screaming, which I think, I mean, it's just part of the song. I understand. I couldn't totally understand what he was saying. And then the chord progression for the chorus, especially compared to the verses, it's kind of made me upset. Um, so it wasn't, the, all the other elements, in my opinion, were not enough mm. to put it over the top smooth. So. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking with it. Are you just saying
1: that because they're Canadian?
2: I feel like that's a loaded question, Alex. I I don't know what to say. Um, No, no, I'm not just saying that because they're Canadian. Canadians are fine people. Okay. All right. Let's uh, ask me a different question.
1: (laughs) So do you call, so even if they are Canadians, are you pretty much uh, calling them liars as well? Because their album is all killer, no filler. And it sounds like you think this song might be a filler.
2: Is that what that meant? I was <laughs> just trying to I don't know. That. Okay. Right,
1: that's what I, I used my uh, conductive reasoning skills.
2: That was pretty good, yeah. Okay, well, in that case, yeah, I guess so. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but maybe that's good because one
1: thing that, you know, doctors don't like is things that kill and
2: all killer. <laughs> <laughs> all Keller is kind of <laughs> a rough yeah. one. Can you tell me what the... Do you have a picture of that album in front of you? Yeah, I can What was it going up. on there?
1: My Were theory... They... My theory is it's kind of like a play on the Beatles, a Hard Day's Night cover. Okay, sure. You look that up, you know, kind of has all the Beatles uh-huh. faces. And I think they're like, Haha, what if we did that but silly? Which okay. doesn't really make sense for those <laughs> listening at home. <laughs> They just gotta take our work. You can look it. it
2: up yourself, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, anywho, okay. Are you ready for song number six?
2: I am ready for song number six.
1: Well, song number asking. six was born the year you were born, nineteen ninety-eight. How do you know when I was born? I, I took my age and subtracted. <laughs> I didn't say I was like that great at math, but I, I think I got <laughs> enough skills to figure that one out. You are correct. But it is a 1998 indie rock track, and it is Doctor Worm by They Might Be Giants.
3: They call
0: me Doctor Worm. Good morning. Show you what I
1: was a 1998 indie rock song for song number six and that was dr worm by they might be giants they might be giants is an alternative rock group from brooklyn new york the song comes from the group's a studio album release titled severe tire damage the song was a play on kiss's song dr love and was later covered by the christian rock group reliant k fun fact uh, they might be giants, could be regarded as the kings of television theme songs, having written and performed theme songs for seventeen different shows, including the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and Malcolm in the Middle. So uh, you're not the boss of me now. That's uh, a they might be giants. yeah,
2: oh my goodness!
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Nick, is it better than smooth by Santana? It absolutely
2: is a hot one. And it's so hot. A hard hot one? Yeah. Yeah, wow. I think I'm going to give it a hard hot one. Well, let's hear it. I, the song made me very happy. I, <laughs> I'm so confused by it. I, I was not <laughs> expecting it. I was like, Dr. Worm, okay, sure. I was thinking like, you know, something dark, maybe, like, you know, like a worm. You know, I feel like sometimes people write songs about worms and it's like kind of creepy. And I was expecting that. And then it's a song about hi, I'm Dr. Worm. I'm not really a doctor, but I am actually a worm. I like to play the drums. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was you like, Pretty much something the song, really? Yeah, wow. I know, that was pretty sorry if you haven't listened to it yet. Um, but it's still worth listening to. Um yeah, I I don't really, <laughs> I don't really understand it, but I really like it. So yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. Mm. I guess now we can forgive Dr. Dre for... This brings up a very interesting point. Um,
3: Right,
1: because we can't be like, boo, Dr. Dre, not a real doctor, but be like, yay, Dr. Worm. (laughs) We like you. Yeah, we like you, Dr.
2: Worm. Because they're both doctors that are not doctors. Right, right. But here's the thing. Do you think Dr. Dre admits that he's not a doctor? Hmm.
1: I don't know. I've never. Because Doctor
2: Worm was very. He's. I mean, he's very upfront with it. Like, I'm not going to try to make you think I'm a doctor. I'm actually not a doctor, but I am, in fact, a worm.
1: So, but you know, it most probably eat at him a little bit because he has to clarify. Like, look, look. I know I'm not a doctor, right? But I'm not
2: lying about the worm part. (laughs) That part's true. (laughs) But maybe you can overlook it because I do really (laughs) like to play the drums, Mm. and I Uh, think it shows character
1: development. Um, Grin. I didn't know Mr. Worm before the song. Sure, but he Doc- says, Doctor Dr. Worm, Doctor Worm. I apologize, yes. no, uh, okay. Doctor Worm. But he's like, look, I'm learning the drums and I'm open to criticism. So
2: I, he's- I appreciated that. He's very yeah. Like he's like, I would like you to tell me if you think I'm getting better because I really would like to improve. I think that's great.
1: Hmm. I would love to hear him play. I
2: <laughs> me too. Do you think that was him playing on the song? Mm. I think there's a good likelihood. Yeah, there might be right? a big chance. He's talked about um he wasn't really sure if you were watching him when he was twirling the stick. Um, <laughs> so. I would love to see how he Warren plays the drums, especially but, when they don't have arms. Yeah,
1: but that <laughs> wasn't that wasn't even something he brought up. It's no. almost like it's Very like, yeah, I can play the drums. Why? wouldn't you think so, and you're almost right. too scared to be like, yeah, like why? Why would I even think that?
3: But he just seems like such a nice weird.
2: guy. Yeah,
3: that was one.
1: I would I'm call a call doctor where my friend. Me too. <laughs> so the hot one song. What a, what a great song. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to make a playlist, Nick? <laughs> it might. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on to song number seven after that hot one. And song number seven. You know, song number seven, you have a theme. You know, something, a theme for the song. You yeah. know, sometimes we do like, oh, you know, a new song by an already popular artist sure, or like sure. all types of stuff like that. We're going to be bringing back uh, kind of an older one. This is Strange Collabs, and it's a collab by two artists. You would never, ever dream of (laughs) making a song together. Really? So this is a 2014 song. It features Shakira. That's Uh Shakira. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And Blake Shelton. (laughs) So, did you ever expect them to do a new song
2: to get? No, I was so excited.
1: <laughs> this is a 2014 country pop song, and it is Medicine by Shakira and Blake Shelton.
0: I feel like I'm losing my mind.
3: Banging my head up against the wall.
0: Staring at nothing cause I can sleep at night. Can't
2: make it stop, yeah, I
0: think too much. Pulling apart. I need a shot Straight to my heart No one would want to be in my shoes right now oh. I don't reach for the bottle of whiskey Straight on the road no, you won't see me popping pills. pop, 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 pop in the pill Pop, If I want the pain to go away In a second, make it fade You're, You're the, the only thing that will You're my mind You know you're an
3: expert at
1: complicated... Alright, that was song number seven. That was a part of the Strange Collabs theme. That was Medicine by Shakira and Blake Shelton. The song was a single from Shakira's self-titled 10th Studio Album. The song reached number 90 in Canada and number 57 on the U.S. country chart. The song was co-written by Mark Bright, who is considered one of the most proficient modern country songwriters, having written or produced number one songs for Reba McIntyre, Carrie Underwood, George Strait, Rascal Flatts, and Kenny Chesney. Wow. The two artists would go on to perform the song at the Academy of Country Music Awards and the television show The Voice. So, Nick, is it better than Smooth by Santana?
2: I think it's forget about it.
0: Mm,
2: That was a long pause. It was. I had to think about it. Mm, Well, let's hear it. So, I mean, there were pros and there were cons. Just like every other song. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, um, let me talk about the good things. Mm. I felt like their harmonies in the song, largely, were very good. I enjoyed them. They had some cool parts. Um, and I don't remember if it was like, you know, what you would call, I guess the, uh, pre-chorus or whatever, but, um, Shakira would like hit a falsetto as like a harmony. And then in the next line, would kind of do just a regular harmony and then kind of hit the falsetto again, whatever. It was cool. Um, and then kind of at the end of the song when they kind of just keep saying the medicine part or whatever, I think uh, Blake Shelton was kind of hitting the high note in one of the harmonies, and I enjoyed that too. So, harmony's good. The rest of the song, I wasn't the biggest fan of. I hmm. like, I mean, the idea, of, like, you know, the concept of the song, I'm like, okay, you know, medicine, true. Sure. You know, a person, right? Yeah, sure. I get it. <laughs> I, I, I'm right, picking I, up what you're putting down, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, like, uh, not, you know, pills or alcohol, but a person. I'm like, well, I, I, you know, I guess that's, yeah, it's healthier, right, than alcohol or pills. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I didn't like all the little ad lib things they would do. Like uh, when she would say, like, alcohol or whatever, he started, he'd say, like, Blake Shelton would pop it about saying something about on the rocks. And then when she said <laughs> something about pills, he was like, pop, popping pills, or whatever. And then it was like in the second verse. Blake Shelton would sing a line and then Shakira would like, talk, you know what I'm saying? She'd be like, I don't know, it was, she wasn't really singing. She was kind of just like, like talking about what he just said, kind of. And I don't know, I just wasn't the biggest fan of that. Um, and then the song itself, I don't know, just as a whole, wasn't super like, interesting to me, just like in terms of the melody and everything like that. So. The harmonies were good, but I wasn't the biggest fan of the rest of the song. So it's a uh, forget about it. I almost had a hot one. That would be bad. (laughs) That would have been been dangerous. It would have been misleading because I already called it forget about it. So you're pretty much saying, Shakira, stay out of country music. I mean, I I guess so. That wasn't really what I was going for. But if that's the only evidence that I have of her, you know, (laughs) in country music, then I suppose so. Prove me wrong, Shakira. That's what I'll say. How about that?
1: We're gonna end things with a hit. Some of the people know. Some of the people recognize. And that's the thing about hits. People sometimes recognize them. This hit comes from two thousand and five. It's a pop rock song, and um, it's what you could hope to do as a doctor. It is how to save a life by the fray.
3: Step one, you say we need to talk. He walks. You say sit down, it's just a talk Smiles politely back at you You stare politely right on through Some sort of window to your
0: right he she goes left
1: song number eight that was a 2005 pop rock hit how to save a life by the fray the fray is a pop rock group from denver colorado the song was the title track for the group's second studio album it was a big hit reaching number one in ireland and canada and number three in the united states making it the group's highest charting song to date and here's a crazy fact for you i literally just learned this today uh and you're you're about to be mind blown uh, the song is currently tied as the seventh longest longest-charting single in Billboard history at 58 weeks. Can you guess who it's tied with?
2: Smells like teen spirit. Really? That's what you're thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Tell me. It's Smooth by
1: Santana, Nick. What? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Look it up. Aww, I don't even know how to. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's one of those facts. But uh, wow. yeah, so crazy, crazy facts there. Uh, the, song would go on to be, <laughs> the song would go on to be nominated for a Grammy Award, be featured in numerous television shows, including Scrubs, and become the fourth best-selling song in digital history with 4.7 million downloads. So, Nick, is it better than Spooed by Santana?
2: Man, it's a hot one.
3: Hmm.
2: A hard hot one.
3: Ooh. Ooh.
2: Well, let's hear it. It's a great song. All around great. It is. Um. Very iconic intro on the piano. The lead singer of the phrase voice is very iconic. The drums came in very strong after that first. Um I don't know if you call it the first verse or the first part of the first verse, whatever they would call it, but very, um, very clean, very clear drums. Um, The chorus is very strong. Um, There's a lot going on in it, but everything still comes in. Clearly it meshes well. Um, And I think it's interesting, like this song has... Three verses, each followed by a chorus, but it doesn't get boring. I don't know how they do that because it's not like they really change all that much. They just keep going, but the verses are interesting, and just the whole song is, So it's like I keep, I want to keep listening. Yeah, um, yeah, hot one,
1: hot one. Oh. No, does this not like just bring you back, like? <laughs> 2005, dude. I don't know yeah. why I remember this song just
2: so vividly being popular. It's a very iconic song, I feel like. I mean, especially based on that fact that you just told me. Um, yeah.
1: Singed yeah. By Santana. <laughs> Who does thought? Not me. So I wonder if, um, whenever they finally got off the chart, right, they tie at 58 sure. weeks, uh, the lead singer of the fray, James Fray, um, calls. Carlos Santana, and is like, hey, uh you don't you won't know what this means just yet. But even though we're tied, I'm still gonna win the war. And that is
2: by becoming a hot one. And then he just I assume he just like hung up the phone right after saying that. And I'm Carlos also... Santana was like, Who was that? you know? Because <laughs> he didn't say his name. You know, yeah, when he...
1: That's true. But um, I will say I'm not. I'm kind of surprised you didn't question me on saying the lead singer's name was James Frey.
2: I thought um, about it. Was it? Is it? I, no, I don't know. Right. I, mean. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the dude's name is. Well, <laughs> I know you do research. I didn't know if you researched that much. You <laughs> do that. You knew serious. the you knew this lead singer of Nine Inch Nails. You knew his name.
1: Yeah, but like he's kind of more successful. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't name a single other phrase song. I'm sorry. What?
2: I, I thought. What about cable car over my head? Oh, is that them? That's them. Oh, from that's the a good same one. album.
1: I was thinking that is a good song. Is I was it? thinking. I was thinking of chasing cars, but that's Snow Patrol. That's <laughs> want to that's talk totally about a, different. If you want to talk about a group that did absolutely nothing else, we're talking Snow Patrol. You ready to just finish this episode? Let's just finish it. Well, I got three questions for you. You do? Yes. Think of this as part two of the MCAT. (gasps) I haven't studied. (laughs) Well, hopefully you do well, because question number one is, what type of music are you currently listening to? What is on the rotation? Um...
2: Are you still listening to study music? No, I've mostly been listening to that... um that hot new band on the block the dwell yeah. Who, I, the the dwell i don't know the, if you've dwell? heard of the, um, is that how you say it the dwell yes oh okay no hot new band just okay, came out the, with their first album is everyone just talking about it everyone's talking about them. oh my god can't go you can't go to the it, the uh the grocery store without the old lady in front of you you know with all her cat litter that she's buying, talking right. about the Dwell. So that's
1: interesting because knowing you, I thought you would be like, Sorry, ma'am, I haven't heard of it. I've been listening to How to Save a Life by the Frey, <laughs> literally on a loop for several years now. Well,
2: I mean,
0: <laughs>
1: I thought we were talking about songs
2: other than right. you know, the ones we were just listening to. <laughs> right, of course. Uh, but yes, that is kind of what's been mostly on repeat. Very nice. Uh, what other song or artist you want to give
1: as a recommendation to the world? Oh, recommendation? Well, yeah. Give me? Like me.
2: Think about me. You're like, yeah? I want you to listen oh. to this song. What would you well, say? Well... Let me think for just one second. Um... You heard of a band called Switchfoot?
1: I have heard of a band called Switchfoot. They are coming to Orlando in a couple of months.
2: Well, perfect. Then you can listen to them, Alex. They were also in Epcot, and I missed them. <laughs> well, maybe you'll catch them this time.
1: Yeah, just not an Epcot. I don't have the luxury of riding test track after hearing them sing <laughs> Dark Horses.
2: You still could, though. Could not you, After the concert, just make your way on over there. Because
1: I would hear, we are the Dark Horses, and then I'll be like, all right, test track time. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: That'd be pretty fun. That, would,
1: that sounds like a fun night.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Uh, final question. Anyone you want to give a shout out to outside of the realm of music? We're talking about this realm right here. This one. For the oh, audience at home, I, I
2: showed what a realm is through visual representation. Yes, it was very uh, accurate. Thank you. I'm a visual learner. You are. I know this about you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to Mr. James Frey, lead singer of the Frey. Mm-hmm.
1: He probably hasn't been shouted out in a while, so he probably respect that.
2: I think so. You know, I don't know what they've been doing recently, but I think they could probably use some love. So I decided to shout them out. I gotcha. I'm trying to. I'm trying to ch- You know, make it a little different from my previous episodes. And I've already shouted out my mom and my wife. I think so. It's hard to find someone else to shout out.
1: <laughs> That's true. There's literally only three people in the world. and You just covered all three of them. But I know. <laughs> Do you have any final comments before we wrap this episode up in a nice little bow?
3: Um,
2: I think these were good song choices. I thought you did a good job. I, I'm going to shout out to you, Alex. Oh has, my gosh! I has anyone ever you. done that before? Yes, a couple. Oh, but well,
1: the, but now I, I feel less like special. I think this is like this is episode like 98, 99. So sure. not enough to really,
2: yeah, you know, based for all the work that you do. I mean,
1: yeah. I don't know how the world would go, you know, spin around if it weren't for me.
2: But I try to. Well, stay- okay, hold your horses. <laughs> um, hey, I said yes. I try to stay humble. Not that I succeed. <laughs> but yes, I thought this was a successful hospital episode, National Hospital Day episode.
1: Well, I hope you have a good time celebrating the rest of National Hospital Day. I plan on it. Yes. Well, thank you, Nick, for joining, and thank you all for listening, and thank you, Andrew Ferguson, for making the theme song. Uh, go listen to his group, The Dwell, that just came out. Uh,
0: oh,
1: good, that good. was yeah. him? That was him, the
0: same guy. Oh.
1: His name is not Andrew Dwell, like James
2: Frey, you know? <laughs> He's a little more creative than Mr. <laughs> the Frey.
1: Right. He got to pick a better last name. I guess. Uh, if you have any song requests, pieces in them my window, man. It's a hot one at Outlook.com, as well as your opinions on whether Nick did a good job today or not. Uh, don't worry. I'll let him know every single thing that you say, so... <laughs> it's a uh, it'll be great um make sure you put your hot ones in forget about it, it's in the email as well hope to see you all here not next friday but the next we're changing things up now uh just due to being an adult and it being harder to record episodes i'm gonna try to switch to an every other week format of is it better that's me by santana so the show is not done we just we're just gonna be pushing things back an extra week so if you really love me you'll stick around but uh, if not, I understand. I'll just hold it against you. Um, so I hope to see you all here, uh, I guess. Uh, I don't even know what's uh, every other Friday <laughs> as we continue our journey through the wonderful world of music as to answer the question, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Nick, thank you. And I like to end this episode like I like to end every episode by reading my new favorite comment from the Smooth by Santana music video on YouTube. This one comes from a guy named Mitchie Meow, who says, this is actually... This was the newest comment on the video whenever I opened it. So it it, it didn't have to do a lot of digging. It is, it's fun how obsessed with Queen. Oh, it's fun how I'm obsessed with Queen. And they're my favorite band by far. Yet, this song just beats out all Queen songs. It is my number one favorite song. So this person just called the entirety of Queen. (laughs) Forget about
2: it. Well, then I guess that answers that for the rest of the show. No more Queen I guess, songs. I guess we don't need... We already know
1: the answer there. If We have Mitchie on the show. We we already... That knocks out several albums. That saves so lot. much time. Wow.
2: <laughs> he just made your job a lot easier.
1: He really did. Thank you, Mitchie. And I didn't even ask for it. He just said I did the research on my own. So, I love how, like, out of nowhere, it's just like... Yeah, this song's better than Queen. Like, ah, oh, what an unprompted <laughs> comment. Because most comments are, man, I love this song. Wow, what a good song. Like this message if you're listening to this song in 2023. This guy, he gave you his musical opinions, and I respect that. Because that's kind of what I do unprompted as well. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Nick, once again. And thank you all for listening. And don't forget, give me your heart. Make it real, or us forget about it. I'm Alex, this was Isabelle and Smooth by Santana, and I'll see you next time.